the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Be a part of the show as we're live here at Millburgers on this Sunday afternoon, Sunday, May 7th. Yeah, I got that right. Our number 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll-free 866-308-8867. It's a pretty Milton day. Got, Milton's got a fancy new machine today. Yeah. We're wireless. We're flying through the air. Can you still plug Calvin in? Yeah, Calvin, can you hear okay? I can. Oh, all right. That's it. We've done sort it. Of, Let's sort go of. Home. Sort of. Uh, don't don't be complaining. Uh, <laughs> uh, muffled just a bit. I don't just know what that's from. I don't know how to fix that. So. That is quality stereo. Uh, oh. Uh, that yeah, that's getting, what you're getting there, quality stereo. <laughs> of course, with all... Between that equipment and my equipment, I, it's hard for us to figure out which part of it is. Yeah, so we're just <laughs> going to go with this. We're going to go with yeah. muffled today. As long as it's functions, we're okay. yeah. So give us a call and be a part of today's show. 308-8867, 308-8867, toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh, we're still excited about the, uh, and still got a good supply of uh, Myers lemon and Mexican lime for over 50% off. So uh, uh, you want, I want to take advantage of that. We've already had a question. Again, from, and uh, I think the best way to use those two plants is in a half whiskey barrel. It's just, yeah, it's outstanding. Uh, they prosper in there. It's easy to, relatively easy to cover them protect them from the cold and they really look good and uh, productive both of those plants are productive yeah if you got a sunny patio that's a perfect place to yeah, or, roll them around on there yeah or corner of a raised bed uh, on the uh, edge yeah works good uh <clears throat> anyway we've had a Question. Well, we've had two questions from the crowd. Yeah, you had a squash question and a one. Uh, one, per, one person brought up uh, squash. <laughs> what you were going to bring us some squash? No, I was going to bring us bring some H H M eighteen twenty threes. You wait a minute. You've already got a fruit. Wait a minute. Two. Uh, there two huge ones. Wow. Judy, Judy found them. She was out with somebody looking at the. Uh, the woodpecker nest up by our garden, <laughs> and she spotted these orange flowers in there. Of course, she did. She was not much interested in my uh, research project, you oh, know, so okay. she, but she just saw these big, nice 
tomatoes. So next thing I knew, we had hamburgers with these nice Ooh, sliced. All right. And I, I managed good? to save one of them. Yeah, it was it was it was good, uh, but you know it was uh, not. Could have been uh, another day. Could have been no. It was nice. Oh. Another day's ripe, and I think it would have tasted even better. I mean, it was great. Slice. It was a smooth, good-looking tomato. Yeah, marketable nice. tomato. And no, uh, what amazed me was uh, no uh, insect marks and yeah. and no blossom end rot or anything. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> uh, but big, Jerry. I was look. I was thinking medium. I don't know. I didn't notice the in the interior of the plants. There's a lot of nice big fruit too. Yeah. So you, whoever was a. You mentioned that they were looked like they were, uh, of course, they set fruit fast, but uh, also ripen faster than. Uh, have we gotten any other reports on the big tomatoes ripening? Mm. Yeah, no. So that's good. I, I like like we were talking yesterday for about the blossom and rot. You know that that the first tomato ripens of the season usually has blossom and rot on it. That causes it to. to Go ahead and produce uh, ethylene gas and go the ripening hormone, and uh, and it ripens early, and then and then everybody says, "Oh uh, Lord, all my tomatoes have blossom and rot," hmm. but uh, that's that just causes them to ripen a little bit earlier. This, uh, but I'm glad glad you've got some uh, some good tomatoes the out thick, there. And the thick they, foliage may also. I'm hoping it'll uh, protect them against the yeah. T- birds. It, yeah, it's supposed to have a good foliage package. Because yeah. uh, unless you really look into the plants, you don't notice how, many, how much fruit is there. Yeah. So, anyway, what were you talking about squash? Huh? Oh, yeah. Somebody <laughs> brought in some squash with some little bitty uh, nymphs, squash nymph, bug nymphs. Is that what you call them, nymphs? Uh, uh, on, on running up and down that little squad. I mean, it was they were thick on there. Huh. And uh, he he'd been getting some squash, but these bugs were sucking and and growing larger. So I said, well, if you get them when they're small, you can use a spinosad mm-hmm. rod. Of course, he was he was concerned about spraying stuff. I said, well. The spinosad is an organic product uh, that's a good contact uh, insecticide, and so uh, the uh, <laughs> I'm watching this this little boy load his load his plants with load his wagon with uh, plants there. It's going to end up that his dad came here for two, yeah, and the wagon has seven or eight, uh. nine, ten plants in it. <laughs> at least, at least it's not. Uh, Candy like at the supermarket. Yeah, Millburgers has hired that little boy to load up people's carts. <laughs> That's cute. But anyway, I told him to use a product containing spinosad uh, and spray uh, either early in the morning or late late in the evening, so it wouldn't bother the bees on the squash and cucumber. And he, uh, he said he he said he. Uh, uh, had a big, a pretty big cucumber vine, but uh, not said many uh, cucumbers oh. yet. Yeah, minor, but, but minor uh, set fruit. Um, but I've had squash vine borer damage already. Those scallop. Is that right? Yeah, uh, I've lost one plant, and I see the one big plant that I've got. It's got about 
some uh, silver dollar-sized fruit, but it uh, also has damage at the base already from yeah. the fine bores. And so, he was he was asking, uh, when is the last time he should plant something in his garden? I mean, you know, like cucumbers and squash and things like that. And uh, I, I, we never, I don't think we'd ever put a deadline on it, but uh, I, I said, well... Uh, it sh- you should be making the last planting now, because uh, we we've been relatively cool this year. Yeah. But uh, so you can take a chance on that. That's going to stay relatively cool. Plant your okra. Yeah, plant okra and uh, peppers. He was he was wanting to know about squash and cucumbers and mm-hmm. things like that. And I told him uh, make one more planting before the end of this month. Oh gosh, that's a long time. Yeah, yeah, three three weeks. Oh well, I did say well, end of this month, uh, middle I, of the month, man. Yeah, middle of the month. But I was thinking too that uh, cucumbers, seeds, and squash seeds planted now come up uh, in a hurry. Fast, yeah, yeah, really, fast. really action. So you're probably, yeah, you're not too late, but get them in. But what we worry about are those 90-degree temperatures that keep them from setting fruit. The plant will grow, and the spider mites will proliferate, but uh, uh, you worry about them setting fruit this late. Uh, it's probably, it may be better just to wait until, uh, wait until you plant your fall garden, which begins in earnest in uh, July. That take, take a... Take uh, of course, you know we're we're saying, you know that that uh, hot weather will uh, keep the plants from producing. But uh, we've also got remembering that our spring plants are just now starting to produce. So it's not like uh, we're out of business. Uh, what what we worry about, like I said, is those. Uh, those plants maturing their fruit and are setting their fruit during 90, 90 plus degree temperature. Yeah, and I, I think the uh, tomato crop this year is looking good. Uh, yeah, it's, based, already, it's already set. Too. And and based on the phone calls we're getting and the, the minor problems seem to be a little, little stink bug action. Uh, not not much for spider mites. No, we had a we had uh, some viruses. I guess we've had. Yeah, limited. Every, every now and then yeah. you you always have. Just pull those out. Le- less than five percent, yeah. maybe less than one percent. A lot of times, of, of one. And what we're talking about virus is, if you've got uh, uh, six or twelve plants. And uh, let's say you got six plants, and uh, five of them are five of them are doing great, growing big, got fruit set on them, and things like that. And then there's one that's staying stunted and small, and the leaves are leaves are kind of kind of yellow, odd odd looking and <coughs> yellowish. There there are several symptoms. There's about five viruses that affect our tomatoes in this area. The tasty leaves are. Growing fast. And, oh, good. And uh, um, blooming. They got fruit on them. Little tiny little fruit. Oh, okay. Yeah, good. that first the the first large bunch has got small fruit, but the uh, 
the smaller the smaller plants that we planted even after the mm-hmm. the first group uh, they're they, they've caught up in terms of uh, close to the growth rate of the others and they're they are blooming so I'm pretty optimistic that they'll they'll all set some fruit. Our second question was from a lady that brought a leaf in and had a rose leaf and had had little black spots on it. And she said she said what causes this? Or what's wrong with my roses? They've got these little black spots all over them. Round black spots. And uh, I try. I tried to tell her it was a God thing, you know that. Uh, that didn't. It, yeah, that didn't. No, mm. <laughs> that set her back a little bit. But <laughs> she recouped and said, "Really, what's wrong?" <laughs> I said, "It's a fungus disease. Uh, we call black spot, and uh, because of all the uh, high humidities that we've had this year and." Cool nights, cool warm nights, days, right? Warm days and rain, a little rain periodically. Um, that uh, we've had had a, I, I get an average black spot year. Yeah. Unreal. Now I think it's um, Fortinias and the uh, Indian hawthorns. Oh, Fortinias. Yeah, they're showing a lot of leaf spot, I believe, because every I, I see a lot of people replacing them, and then I'm driving down the road. You see a lot of the yellowing and uh, people out there trying to figure out what what's happening to my fatinias. <laughs> well, so uh, I told her to. I said I said the rosarian spray about every seven to ten days with a fungicide insecticide combination. So by Bayer. Well, we we decided that it wasn't rose defense, but it's Bayer. Ba- uh, bear, B-A-Y-R-E-R, like B-A-Y-E-R, like the aspirin, a bear uh, three-in-one uh, spray that controls uh, I- insects and uh, spider mites and uh, a fungus. Is that the one that has triforine in it? Right, right. Yeah, okay. Triforine well, is, for those of you, yeah, yeah, used to the old Funginex, that's what. The active ingredient was in Funginex that we used to always recommend for roses. So that active ingredient still works. And then Jerry's talking about a product here that's got both that triforine in it and a, an insecticide. And, of course, you could you can still use acephate, uh or, or some of the other uh, insecticides, too. I don't know what the active ingredient is in the, uh, the bear product. The bear product, I don't either. Right off the top of my head. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, I told her start a spray program of every seven to ten days. I said it will not, it will not uh, heal the uh, affected leaves. And uh, some people pluck those off, but that's not necessary. They, they've done some studies on whether it's best to remove the diseased leaves or, or leave them on. But uh, the, uh, they, they find it really doesn't do much It doesn't much matter. Good. There's so many spores in the air. Yeah, so much anyway, spores in the air. Unless it makes you feel better. It makes the plant look better. Oh. And uh, she didn't know what variety was. 
I told her that uh, sometimes uh, a, a plant can, in a bad year, which I don't think this is a bad year, if 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 I'm wrong, y'all give me a call. But uh, in a bad year, it'll completely defoliate a plant. And uh, that's the great thing about some of the old-fashioned roses and uh, Belinda's Dream and uh, uh, Carefree Beauty, Grandma's Yellow, yeah. and some of those. They can, in a bad black spot year, they can completely defoliate, and it won't kill the plant. And most of the times they don't defoliate. If you see if you see a little action, a, a little black spot action on them, they they generally just grow through it too. So. Yeah. So yeah, the roses have done done well. This the tough the, modern roses have done well. This she spring. said she got the roses here. Good. I, uh, uh, the hybrid teas. Uh, yeah, hybrid teas. And I said, well, the roses, regardless of the way you buy them, they'll they'll come down with a black spot. Yeah, that's why the um, modern tough modern roses are so popular. People. Uh, Love roses, but uh, don't want to have to spend one day out of every week taking care of them. Yeah, unless you're a Rosarian. Yeah. All right, 308-8867 is our number. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867. Let's find out what's going on in your gardening world. What you doing today? And can we talk about the, the butterfly event next Saturday? We will. We'll talk about it as soon as we come back on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. And I want to tell you a little bit about what's going on at Milberger's. First off, we've got some terrific sale items. Secondly, there's always all kinds of activities going on at Milberger's. So you need to know about MillbergerNursery.com. MillbergerNursery.com is the place to go to find out what's on sale and what activities are coming up. Maybe it's a children's workshop. Maybe it's an earth kind seminar for adults. Or maybe it's just some great fundraiser that Milberger's is doing. Go to MillburgerNursery.com. This week at MillburgerNursery.com, you would see savings on Vinca, the Cora series. This Texas superstar is on sale in the four-inch pot for just 98 cents each. This week, you'll save on Blue Plum Bago. This Texas superstar is on sale in the one-gallon container for just 388. Knockout Roses are on sale in the two-gallon container, just 1688. You'll save on Meyer Lemons and Mexican Limes in the 12-inch pot. Save half off at just 1688 on these and much, much more at Millburgers. Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bullfordy Road. Let's get together, San Antonio. This is Larry Elder, and I'll be here for a special 9.30 a.m. The Answer event, President Trump's first 100 days, on Tuesday, May 23rd. Robert Custom Homes presents an evening with Larry Elder at the Palladium Theater. We'll evaluate the president's first several months in office and discuss the issues, and I hope you'll be part of it. Go to 930amtheanswer.com for details and to secure your tickets now. An evening with Larry Elder, sponsored by In-Home Senior Care, My Pillow, Oak Valley, Vineyards, and 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And now, a word from Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. Hi, I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. And we at Bob Jenkins say safety is our first concern. As stewards of the environment, we believe in protecting the ecosystem by defending and protecting your home from pests and keeping your lawn healthy and weed-free. Wait a minute. I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services, and we take pride in our customer service and have for over 30 years. It's no wonder we at Bob Jenkins have won the Super Service Award 10 years in a row. I'm sorry, but I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. When you call me, Bob Jenkins, we'll find and fix the problem you're having. If it's 
rodents, insects, stinging bugs, or if you need help killing weeds and bringing your lawn back to life, Bob Jenkins is the answer. Call Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services today and ask about their 20% off special on lawn fertilization and weed control and $20 off a lawn aeration. 210-979-PEST. JenkinsPest.com. I'm Bob Jenkins, and we are making San Antonio's lawns green again, and I approve this message. An incredible summer experience awaits your child at T-Bar M Camps. And right now, 930amtheanswer.com presents a family values opportunity to save hundreds of dollars at T-Bar M Camps in New Braunfels. Save $200 right now. Choose from Sports Camp for grade schoolers, Camp Travis for middle and high schoolers, or choose from the Ultimate Swim or Baseball Camps. Learn the details and conditions at the Family Values page at 930amtheanswer.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. The nursery is busy today, which is wonderful. Lots of activity. Uh, but I'm going to tell you that when you come on by uh, and you uh, check out everything, if you're looking for an organic way to... Uh, I'll look at the, I'll look. A Westie. Yeah. With a limp. Yeah, he's got a little limp there. Too old. And a little spaniel, an old spaniel, too. Hey, uh, check out Nature's Creation line of products. Uh, they have an all-natural line of garden and lawn products, which includes in fertilizer, herbicides, insecticides, fungicides, soil amendments. And their slogan is what they do. They're, these products are kid, pet, and planet-friendly so and planet-safe. So uh, check it out. Nature's Creation is a Texas company, which has combined the latest in organic research with traditional materials to offer environmentally responsible consumer solutions for all their garden and lawn needs. So come to Millburgers where we've got the Nature's Creation line and check it out. And remember the Nature's Creation is environmentally product, product, environmentally friendly products that are kid, pet, and planet friendly. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Calvin, what's happening next Saturday? Well, next Saturday we're going to dedicate the uh, new certified um, butterfly garden here at Millburgers. And we're going to do that by uh, having a uh, question and answer uh, period. Uh, I'll be available, and so will some of the staff be available from 11 until 3 o'clock. And Milton's working uh, on... uh, yeah, trying to, trying to move the uh, the radio broadcast right over there too, so that we can all yeah, be so there for the whole period. Uh, but that'll be fun. It'll be fun, and we'll emphasize uh, butterfly gardening. If we move back here to the porch for uh, for the radio portion, that'll uh, we'll still answer any question you may have about it. And the other neat thing is, now this is the place to come if you want uh, the uh, the most effective butterfly plants and uh in fact there's going to be a there's a milberger's butterfly plant list mm-hmm. you can look at that on plantanswers.com and all the plants on that list plus a few more we've added like porterweed uh are going to be available for 20 percent off that period of time now you'll have to get a uh, i think the plan is that we'll give you a little gift certificate yeah and then you can then you can go pick any of the plants from that list that are here at the nursery. It's all the stock that's available. And, of course, here at Millburgers, this is where you're going to find Greg's Miss Flower. You're going to find two porterweeds, the purple and the red. Mm-hmm. You're going to find 
uh, two milkweeds, the tropical and the tuberosa. I believe I saw some tuberosa. And they're going to, of course, all the normal, the lantanas and the, the salvias and the vincas and zinnias. The zinnias are a key part of a butterfly garden, so you find them. But uh, other things, too, uh, daylilies and uh, passion vine and uh, parsley and dill and uh, all of the whole long list of uh, vinca long list of plants that uh, attract butterfly both for their uh, nectar and also as a place to to lay their eggs you'll have the garden to see examples of the plants and in a neat way a layout i'll bring some resource books too so that's got some plans in it we'll bring some uh, handouts from some of the articles that are available that i've written and then we'll We'll be there to answer any questions you may have, and plus that big, uh, that's big special discount for a butterfly garden components. So it should be fun. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's uh, it's a cool garden uh, that you need to come check out. If you can't come next Saturday, uh, just come anytime. But uh, it's just a little bit. There's a nice metal horse here. It's a lawn ornament, and uh, it's sort of behind it and uh, to the back of it. Uh, well, it, that's the same thing as behind it. So it's behind it and to the east. Um, so you can check it out. But, yeah, come on out and be a part of it. Make the show fun. And uh, there's some, the savings are kind of cool. So the idea also was, you know, if you wanted to make Mom a, a butterfly garden, cool. this would be a great way to do it. And yeah, that what a, what a neat family project for Mother's Day. Um, the kids and, and Mom come and pick the plants you want. Uh, go. You can go on the internet now and look for butterfly plans. Mm-hmm. Plans for a butterfly garden, or you can come out here, of course, and see uh, this plan. And then you can uh, get all those components at a, a sale. And we got. And uh, I think you're probably not going to find a better selection, especially of those plants that that I've identified as my favorite butterfly plants, as porter weeds. And uh, Jerry and I have quit. Uh, making fun of Paul Cox and his yeah, it only took us about never, ten, 10 years. Never good making fun of Paul Cox. <laughs> yeah, these porter weeds are really cool. So they call them. Uh, <laughs> some people call them uh, snake snake stems or snake. Yeah, uh, they look kind of. Oh yeah, it's yeah, a good. Yeah, they're and then they got this little bit of really dark color, purple or red, and that is just a potent. And Jerry has seen some research that indicates that that. It's one of the most potent nectar sources uh, is porter weed. So you definitely need to have those in the in your butterfly garden. They're I believe that's true because it, it only blooms three or four very small flowers per, per cluster as it moves up that stem. Yeah. And, uh, and the, but that's the butterflies little, and that's bees a little deceptive. hang on to that. It's a little deceptive, too, because the overall impact of the plant is pretty impressive because it's got a nice uh, weeping shape. And yeah. if you give it room, you know, it's got that weeping shape. And then every one of those snake, snaky stems that comes out has that little, little flower on pi- it. Like a pipe, pipe cleaner uh, with the flowers on there. So, uh, He's yeah. really pumping up this weed, isn't he? 
Yeah. He's big on Porter we, Wheat. Maybe, uh, we'll, maybe they'll change the name to Paul Cox Wheat. Uh, <laughs> Paul Cox Wheat. Uh. <laughs> we, we're, we're saying that weed, emphasizing the weed, because we that's part of the reason that we made that we uh, made fun of Paul, uh, Paul was uh, that it was uh, <laughs> and you saw the, name the like Porter Weed. How could anything be that uh, attractive that's called Porter Weed? My Porter Weed is an honor student at a... Oh. Yes, I think Calvin is really... Yep, that's, that's He's really getting oh. crazy over there. Huh? Yeah. What is this snake stuff? Yeah, uh. he, he doesn't want you to use snake as a description. Oh. <laughs> he puts him on edge. It's... Uh, Rob is here with us. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Uh, we got a question in. Calvin uh, mentioned the, the, the problem with the red leaf, uh, I mean uh, the red leaves of the fatinium. red, red tip fatinium. We got a question and it said, because of the fungus, fungal leaf spots spread in stone oak, my red tips have taken a nosedive and I'm convinced to have to, I'm going to have to replace them with another head shrub. Uh, I'm considering cherry, cherry laurel as, as my replacement. <laughs> I would like to One problem out. for another problem. <laughs> uh, what is it, out of the kettle into the fire or whatever it is? Uh, everything I've researched speaks of their thriving in East Texas. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't see comments about our area. I need a shrub that will grow 15 or more feet in height as privacy screen on both sides of my backyard. I always value your comments and would like to know what you think of my choice, availability, and whether you would recommend something else. Thanks so much. I want to move quickly on this before it gets too hot. And uh, Ken wrote that in. The forest writes him back, said, uh, Ken, I could discourage it. The plant does well in East Texas. He's talking about cherry laurel. Does well in East Texas, but not here. It requires a highly acidic soil and does not tolerate extreme heat or hot, dry condition. I would recommend that you consider shiny xylosoma. Uh, xylosoma congestion, congestion, uh, sweet viburnum, uh, Nellie R. Stevenson holly. Uh, for the that screening hedge. Yeah, uh, you know another one that uh, standard yopon. Right, right. Holly, standard, I like. Standard or, or, yeah. or Burford either, right? Burford will probably get 12 feet tall, maybe. Oh, too tall? Not tall enough. 15 he wants. Yeah, he wants 15. That's why the Nellie Stevens is probably the best choice. That's why Paul's yeah. recommended that. But the, uh, <clears throat> but st- uh, the especially the Yopan Holly, if you have uh, to limit the width or anything. The other the others are more disciplined. Gro- uh, they're disciplined growers. The Yopan Holly will take whatever space you get it but it also responds very well to any kind of pruning you want to do or shaping i had a uh when i lived in villages of west creek i had a really uh thin like two and a half foot area between my driveway and the fence and i put yopon in there and you know and i could cut i could easily prune it to that shape and it tall and thick 
it did a nice job in that kind of a situation. So Yopan is versatile and uh, responsive, but uh, I think especially the Nelly Stevens are a good, good choice for that. Yeah. The Xylosma, I didn't know, realize that would get that tall. Shiny Zylosma of the three, uh, Sweet Viburnum. Yeah, Sweet and Viburnum. Ne- Nelly R. Stevens and Holly. The Xylosma will take mo- want more space, wide, right, right. wider. Wide space. But they all look good. They all look good and give you that privacy you want, and then you won't have to worry about the disease problems. And they're all all evergreen. The uh, Sweet Viburnum, the deer won't eat. That might be an issue wherever where he is. Okay. This will- I yeah. don't know. Xylosma either. I don't know. I don't think they eat Xylosma too. I think Farce has got Xylosma in the backyard, but uh, that thing grows so big, so fast, yeah. <laughs> I don't think they can eat it fast yeah, you'd, you'd have to stand right there and constantly eat. And and uh, will they eat the holly? There they are, Steve. Yeah, I think they, uh, well, I haven't in had Nellie Stevens, but they'll eat, Burf- they'll eat uh, Burford in my neighborhood, yeah. Oh, okay. But I don't think they eat Yopon. No, don't, don't seem to eat Yopon, Holly. For some reason. You know, it doesn't have the thorns, but it, yeah. they just seem to pass it up. Even the dwarf Yopon escapes deer browsing. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. There's that sil- uh, Salvia Splendens, which is really attractive for a shade plant, but it's it's not the... Uh, oh, I see. That's pretty. not as tough. It's a different kind of... It's more of an annual Salvia than, right. than the others. And I, and I actually think the deer chomp on that on the splendens they might they might do that because it is just it is not as doesn't have this the even the smell the smell of the salvia somebody but, but it's sure pretty yeah somebody has planted a bubba desert willow has said how much water should i give this it's first in its first few months the tree i planted is three feet high what is it, a willow? Uh, a Bubba Desert willow. Oh, a desert Paul willow. Ca- Paul Ca- I was going to say, uh, they may as well just leave the hose running if it's a regular <laughs> willow. Uh, Jack, is the answer is, Jack, water the root ball thoroughly. Then water again when the soil in the root ball, and that's important, feels dry to the touch. Of your index finger inserted into it up to the second knuckle, up to up to the second knuckle. Continue to do this until our weather cools off in November. So uh, again, uh, and this would probably be true for any newly uh, newly planted uh, uh, plant, because you've got to keep that root ball moist, and, and that's that's. This the part that come that yeah. you put in the hole, and you've got to keep that established uh, warm, moist, just like it was kept moist in the nursery until it uh, gets its root system expanded. And that's and on a desert well, that second year is when you start taking advantage of the fact right. drought. Remember, Jerry, when we had that, we had wet years when desert wells actually oh declined. Yeah, they got they, some kind of. 
this fungus. Uh, yeah, that, is almost so. For yeah, two once years. they're once they're established, then they, then they're you really notice them too during a droughty year because everything else is fighting for life, and the desert willow is enjoying it. It's like you know this is this is my kind of weather, and they they bloom well and they prosper, and they're just the opposite when you got a wet uh, period of time. So. Good plant for the real droughty in, uh, situations. So, have you ever seen oxalis in a healthy lawn? Oxalis, oxalis in, in a oxalis, kind of like a, a, a horse herb. Yeah, where it takes yeah. advantage of shaded out areas yeah. and thin. Here we got thin it. soils. Hang on, can we ask your question on the air? She came to take our picture. Okay, here. <laughs> I'm going to give you the microphone, if that's okay, so that we can hear you and you'll well, be on the air. Show us the pictures. All right. Let's see. Tell us what you got. You got a camera with some pictures on it. All right. She's turning it on. Right, I'll <laughs> give the phone number while you do that. 308-8867. 308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. All right. So tell, tell us kind of what you're noticing there. She's showing a lawn that's thinning out. Uh, what, what's that dead area there? That's what I'm asking. Oh. <laughs> what, what can I do for it? She's showing some dead air. When did it appear? Well, about two years ago, it started just in a very small area. And uh, just after that, I put in some, some sod, about four pieces of it, and it all seemed to grow pretty well. And then over the winter, it, everything just died. Now the the patch is much bigger than it was before. Is it round? Pardon? No, is no, it a it, round it, patch? It, it show There's nothing there. Pat, Pat. Here, I'm going to pass this down. Oh. 76 371, I think. There you go. Yeah. Um... It, what's next to it? Is it next to a sidewalk? In other words, is it there spreading is a sidewalk out? sidewalk and a driveway. And and the, the dead area is adjoining that, yes. right? Yes, it's got the right angle. Right angle. Mm-hmm. And then the tree is just being and it, it, and it, it. It showed up last. Yeah, the tree. It's under a tree, right? right. Big live oak, huge live yeah. oak. How, how much do you water this? Pardon? How often do you water this? Oh, well, my, my regular sprinkler is every week, every Monday, and um, and I'm not having the, the problem in any other place in my yard. Yeah, the grass behind it looks uh, pretty vigorous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, wonder, I wonder if that's not uh, caused by chinch bugs uh, last year. Well, it, I, I dug around to try and find that, you know, if there yeah, were they're bugs t- there. Ch- no, chinch chinch never, bugs are tough to find now, especially this time of the year. Yeah, that's what it looked like from a lawn yeah. I had way, way back 20 years ago. But um, now, is this? I take it that the, what I'm seeing here, this, this yellow and the, that's shade and sunlight. Yeah, that's rather shade, than, right? Yeah. And the the light is where the it's is shining it, through is the it, tree. Is this down a, a sloped area down towards no, this area? It's pretty flat there. Flat, and mm-hmm. then uh, I'm sorry I missed it. You said the driveway is right there. Yes, or? the driveway is at a right angle to. Well, if you look at another picture, you can probably see the edge of the driveway. So we're, we're moving. That's a really good part. Yeah, that's... Hmm. That one shows the driveway here on this side. Yeah. 
And uh, what are those live oak trees above it? Big live oak trees. Big live oaks. Yeah, I would. I'm kind of with Jerry there. I I think you may have shade shade complicating things, and we've seen that we've seen that a lot uh, uh, this uh, this past couple of years, but. Uh, and has it started to grow back at all? No, it's not growing back. There's some little pieces of grass sticking up from what I think was the sod that I planted, but not enough to, to cover. Yeah. Well, I, w- I definitely wouldn't water more than once a week. Okay. Because if, if, if this, I'm, I'm kind of, in my mind, I'm debating whether this is a uh, kind of a fungal yeah. or remnant or the chinch bugs, and if it's a, fa- a fungal remnant, you want it to be a little on the dry side so that it can repair itself. Okay. I would think I'd kind of treat it, but that like that. But then on uh, oh, in a couple weeks, I think I'd I'd go ahead and uh, you got any uh, soil insecticide at, at home, like bear or anything like that, granular for the chinch bugs. I'm sure I've had something in the past, but I'd rather get something okay, new yeah. so that it wasn't fresh. I can imagine the chinch bugs gone by now. Yeah, but they're, if they're there last year, of course they won't be in this area. They've already. I think I would. It's moving back up toward the tree further yeah. too. So. Yeah, I think I'd I'd kind of treat for both. Okay. Yeah, because I'm I'm surprised that if it's a fungus that it hasn't started to repair better than this, and then if it's uh, the chinch bugs, they'll start getting more action as as we get into the hot part of summer. So I think I'd go ahead and go ahead and treat about June first, or maybe sometime for the for chinch bugs. And okay. I, can you give me the names of some products I can oh, write there, down? Oh, there's bare soil insecticide, uh, fertile loams. Any of the soil insecticides are really pretty effective now. And the the thing is that they last a lot longer than they used to when we used diazinon and that. Uh, and they'll work, they'll work for grubs and for the chinch bugs. Uh, now, you know, if you could... Could pin the diagnosis down to whether it's absolutely chinch bugs or absolutely uh, fungus, then you'd only treat for one. But have you put any fungicide on it at all? Not this year. I may have put some on a couple of years ago. I don't remember what what I used. If I had some, uh, you know, if I if you go home and you got some at home, mm-hmm. I'd go ahead and put that down. Okay, put that down. The alone would do that. Yeah, any. That's uh, most likely what I have. Uh, oh, yeah. If you've got, I can't. Some of the soil fungicides. F stop. F stop. That's F stop is the better one. Yeah, if you got that. Small F dash S T O P. F stop. So, so what I'm pleading, I don't know, Jerry may uh, have a different, but I'm I'm thinking I can't tell which of those two problems it may be mm-hmm. so what i'm suggesting is that maybe you it's relatively easy to treat for both especially is it spreading now. i mean is it getting bigger it, it looks to me like it's starting to spread up toward the tree just a real thin strip that's that's why i asked about the water too you definitely 
don't want to water more than once a week. Yeah. If that's a fungus problem. I did that when I had the when I put the grass down, but I, I haven't done that since. Okay. I think I'd make the application of ash stop. Already? Fungicide. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Good luck. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. 308 8867. Did you have a question? And can we ask it on the air? What's that? I wanted to say hi to him a minute. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll take a quick break and you can say hi to Calvin. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevard Road, and this, of course, is 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. And I want to tell you a little bit about what's going on at Millburgers. First off, we've got some terrific sale items. Secondly, there's always all kinds of activities going on at Millburgers. So you need to know about MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com is the place to go to find out what's on sale and what activities are coming up. Maybe it's a children's workshop. Maybe it's an earth kind seminar for adults. Or maybe it's just some great fundraiser that Millburgers is doing. Go to MillburgerNursery.com. This week at MillburgerNursery.com, you would see savings on Vinca, the Cora series. This Texas superstar is on sale in the four-inch pot for just 98 cents each. This week, you'll save on Blue Plum Bago. This Texas superstar is on sale in the one-gallon container for just 388. Knockout Roses are on sale in the two-gallon container, just 1688. You'll save on Meyer lemons and Mexican limes in the 12-inch pot. Save half off at just 1688 on these and much, much more at Millburgers. Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. When it comes to stock market corrections, take this advice. Don't get fooled again. People have lost thousands of their retirement savings again. Robin Hoppus with Big State Financial can show you how to move your money into a safe investment with zero risk and a guaranteed return. Tune into the Big State Financial Radio Show Saturdays, 2 p.m. and Mondays, 8 p.m. Or call Robin today, 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000. Or go online to bigstatefinancial.com. Do you have glaucoma or high eye pressure? Are your daily eye drops interrupting your life? Local doctors are conducting a clinical research study of an investigational dropless therapy and are in need of participants. You must have glaucoma or high eye pressure in both eyes, be at least 18 years old, and have not had surgery for your glaucoma. Qualified participants will receive study medication at no cost. You will receive regular study-related eye exams by an eye doctor throughout the study. No insurance is needed and compensation is available. For more information and to see if you qualify, please call 844-3-MY-EYES or visit iCareStudy.com. That's 844-3-MY-EYES or E-Y-E-C-A-R-E-Study.com. Limited space is available. Call or visit today. Participation is at no cost, and compensation for time and travel may be available for qualified participants. Visit iCareStudy.com or call 844-3-MY-EYES today. Hey, remember the mortgage meltdown of 2008? Have you tried to get a mortgage since then and been turned down? Or maybe you haven't even tried because your credit score is stuck at 585 or your tax returns have too many write-offs. Well, Cash Call Mortgage has great news for you. We've just introduced programs for people who've been told no. And what's doubly exciting is that we can solve your mortgage problems with no closing costs, no points, title, escrow, and no fees. Wait, Cash Call, are you saying you now have credit and income-solving mortgages with no closing costs? Are you kidding? 
You heard right. A credit or income-solving loan with no closing costs. Call 855-875-CASH and we'll work with you to solve your mortgage issues. Make the cash call at 855-875-CASH. First Mortgages Impact Mortgage Corp. BBA Cash Call Mortgage. One City Boulevard, Orange, California, 92868. NMLS 128-231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states. Not available in Washington State. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing, terms, and restrictions. That's 855-875-CASH. Mother's Day is the day we honor mom and your chance to score major points or blow it big time. 9.30 a.m. The Answer has some gift ideas just for you, like an elegant dinner at Oak Valley Vineyards Texas Bistro, a shopping spree at Homestead Handcrafts, a gourmet box of chocolates from Alamo City Chocolate Factory, the magnificent mom massage from Spa Sante, or even a beautiful home decor piece from Furniture Now. Or here's a better idea. Win all those prizes by registering now at 9.30 a.m. TheAnswer.com. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. We're, we're trying to talk this lady out of, out of dogwood in, in San Antonio. Oh, wow, I don't think I've ever heard you recommend dogwood. That <laughs> <laughs> you were saying... In West Virginia or somewhere, you could walk around the woods, and they're all in the woods. Yeah, and I heard your... That ain't... (laughs) Yeah, here's Jerry's sympathetic comments, or this is what I heard right as we're going on the air. Well, you ain't in West Virginia anymore. <laughs> Get over it. So, uh, yeah, it's it's tough love. It's it's out of way in Tennessee, too, the dog. Yeah, is it? And they're pretty. But she came up with a... She wanted to put a Texas-Oklahoma... Uh, red bud in there, a Mexican, oh. Mexican red bud in a shady area, and uh, that'll work. That'll work. Hey, so and then it, it's it's for nothing now because they were mowed down. But she said she had pink blue bonnets. Bye-bye. That was kind of neat. Yeah, it said it said she had some whites and uh, then she had some pinks. Yeah, she had it. She her her bed. Showed whites, a few whites every year, yeah. and, uh, and then last year, you know, there were twice as many. I t- I told her that 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 you know they that would conti- continue, but then she said she had some pinks that showed up too, and of course Jerry and I were kind of interested. Yeah, and she let us get all excited, and then she said, "It's too bad we mowed them down." Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was kind of heartbreaking. <laughs> But hey, oh, good. Go ahead. Trace is up here on the porch with us. Hey there, Trace. How you doing? I'm doing good. Good. What's Beautiful going on? Day. Uh, lots of color, lots of customers, and we got some things in we've been waiting on for a while. Oh, good. What? 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 What's so We got the tuberosa in in. Uh, so I saw I saw box. you the other day carrying one around. So I figured running, they were here. Yeah, well, as y'all were running away from me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there he is. Go, go, go. Uh, that was going to be the plant of the weekend, oh. but you know. Uh, now it's a plant of an hour. Uh, <laughs> well, but we'll uh, there'll be a lot of folks that'll want some next weekend. I'm sure for I'm the, sure butter, you bet. the butterfly. Have y'all been talking about that? Yeah, oh, yeah. I think it's going to be great. I sent a, an email to David that he could uh, send to all the master gardeners as well. Um, so we may have a, an onslaught of uh, of them out here. And we've got the listing of the plant materials and also a lot, the. Uh, did Charles send out that uh, uh, 
little write up about uh, or blog or I guess the blog about the. Uh, See, so, yeah, I've got the. Uh, that's our that's our butterfly list, and yeah. I do have probably a good seventy-five uh, percent of that stuff. And then they, and then they sent out a something with. Uh, I'm going to bring a, some butterfly copies of my articles, two or three of that most recent ones. Um, so we'll have that, and then you've got some copies of that. We've got a bunch on of copies hand. of the I'll list. Claudette's been trying to make your uh, your little mud thing. You don't that. have a. Di- what dirt do, thing? Do we, for the, did anybody oh, make a diagram the of the? This is for the splash of the, the, like the bed. I, I think it was all. It was. It was laid out and it was slightly improvised. So I don't think there's an actual. Um, yeah, I know. I did a plan, but I don't. I thought maybe if somebody had, if they modified it, they'd made a new plan. Well, um, it, it was modified a little bit, but I don't think anybody drew it. I was. I was telling folks they can go on the. There's a lot of plans on the internet, and if you've got that. Uh, uh, Gayato's uh, book, uh, the butterflies growing, you know, attracting butterflies in the south. She's got some really neat plans in there for butterfly gardens too. So we'll bring that. We'll have those books available. Some resources next weekend. Let's see. That we, should be fun. We did get in the uh, what was supposed to be a Texas superstar. I don't know if it actually ever happened. The red grape is here. Oh, Victoria Red. Victoria Red. We got a hundred dollars oh, right. this past week. We should do that as a plant of the weekend. Well, that, that, that was going to be my next. Week. Oops, sorry. That, that's okay. <laughs> well, you could have just said Milton. That was a great idea you had last week, so we decided. Oh, all right. So Milton, that was a great idea <laughs> for this week, but I think I'm going to do. What it about next week. Uh, okay. we? We got passion vine. Uh, some. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be looking for some more blues and purples this uh-huh. week, but uh, we've got and a few passion vines. We got pot, uh, porter weeds. We got red and blue porter weeds. And we got enough tropical milk weeds. We do. And we zinnias. To, are we going to get any more different kinds of zinnias? Uh, like uh, this pretty darn good sampling out there right now. So we'll get a, we'll get more of the same. Okay. You don't. You can't get any. Uh, oh. Dreamland, dream, Dreamland, well, that, that medium. That back half, I think, is Dreamland. Is it? I think oh, good. so. Good, because I, I know that the Dreamland the tenage, will, the na- pots will naturalize, will set their seed, and they come back. I don't know about the um, middle. Some hybrids are not. But there is ten, there's 10-inch ten pots for sure of, of uh, that one. And we've got the linearises and other stuff as well, and zinnias. Yeah. So, and then, let's see. Oh, some of the butterfly stuff. Then we went oh, to the grapes. You went to grapes. So stay tuned next week to learn more about that. Any? Uh, well, the butterflies won't care if the grapes aren't there. So. Oh. The, uh, but there are, there are some planted in the butterfly garden, though. Are there really? There's at least one. How cool is that? Maybe two. So, y'all, the, the so vine, soon we'll the, have grapes? We'll plant it on the fence. This. Yeah. Wait until the uh, grape and the passion vine... Do battle. No, jeez. <laughs> How about uh, well, oh, go ahead. Well, the butter, the larvae, butterfly larvae, take care of the passion vine. I don't know if they take care of the grape or not. No, I, yeah, they, well, there are a lot of things that'll eat the grape leaves. Yeah, but, that's true too. But uh, on the passion vine, it'll be a huge population of a single type of caterpillar, the golf fritillary, uh, which is really interesting. 
So how's, how's my beautiful Rosa Sharon or Althea? Oh, oh we, did. We, we sold a lot of those and a lot of the other colors. We had people calling for that smoothie series. <laughs> uh, but it went all the way into Wednesday. People were oh good. People were coming in for it. Good deal. But we still have some. Oh, do you? Yeah. How about uh, Jerry's Baby? That's what that's we're talking about. That's, that's, yeah, no, that's no. what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That's a smoothie series? Sharon. No, 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 no. But we do have some of Jerry's oh, Baby. Okay, good. <laughs> that's where... I like how it gets a rename plants here. We had the J-Lo pepper. <laughs> <laughs> what about transplants? Do we have any cool transplants? Do we have Anything okra? Coming in? We, ha- we have Oscar okra. We have Oscar okra. So all right. The okra. That's another one of my babies. You've got babies all over town. I Wait, know. I thought David claimed that one. Oh, uh-oh. David don't claim nothing. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was when David was a, a I, child. I heard, I heard when it's good, he claims it, and when it's bad, he blames you. That's true. That's that's very true. Good point. Yeah, that's uh, one of the rules around here is that <laughs> we blame Jerry. Jerry. to you. Huh? Jerry does that to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If it's bad, he'll blame you. So we yeah. got okra. What else? Anything uh, else come in that's uh, Gardner uh, looking did for? Did you hear Calvin? And ghost got peppers. Oh, bell Uh-oh. peppers? Ghost, well, ghost peppers. Bell peppers, peppers, too. I got one gallon bell peppers with full-size bell peppers on them. Oh, wow. So cheaper than the market. <laughs> well, no, but you already got peppers on them. Yep, we got peppers on and them. And Calvin already has his got, 1823s coming up. Uh, Pekins. We got... Uh, oh, good. Um, oh, let's see. What else? Ghost peppers. Real Grand Gold yet? No. Okay, not yet. No, been, we're not having been, Real Grand Gold. What? They've been on the slight side of vegetables the last. Oh, okay. Weeks. Yeah, because it's past time. Oh, fruits and veg, fruits, uh, watermelon, cantaloupe, any no. transplants? Okay, I'm just no. asking. I got. I'll plant my seeds then. Oh, ban- banana peppers there. still over there? Uh, maybe. I think in a six pack. I think there's still some. You're an occasion boy, Milton. You ought to try some of that Oscar oak. Yeah, I should. Uh, it's playing out by the fence out there somewhere. Okay, how tall does it get? Gets 20 feet? What is it? No, Is that no. Beck's big okra? It's a dwarf. It's uh, six, oh. six to eight feet tall. Seven and tall on seven. <laughs> okay. So, but that seven like is, it, not, is nice. You can reach it. David. Oh, there you go. Okay. Hey, we gotta we got to get folks caught up with the news. Uh, you want to hang with us uh, through the news? Or? I'll try unless my walkie-talkie goes out. Trey Schweinieder. All right, we're going to take a break while we do. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. We're going to have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Verde Road. So uh, you can call us, 308-8867, or just come by and ask your gardening question in person. It's gorgeous out here at Millburgers on the end. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer, 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. What else, Trace? Can you? Well, we still got you up here. Uh-oh. I think actually you do have something. Uh, yeah, I'm being called. Okay. <laughs> 308 8867, the number 308 8867. All right. So, what else you got going on? Uh, let's see. We're talking. Uh, no, we got Trace back for a minute. Oh, here's Trace. You back? 
I think so. Okay, cool. Just making sure. But I don't remember what I was doing. I... No, no, we were just kind of, we, we got caught up with the transplants and stuff that's come in. Uh, so how's our grass supply doing? Well, uh, some some were good and some we can't cut. Oh, okay. So we've sold so much palmetto this spring that yeah, it's going to be fall before we have any more. But we, the FJ Select now came back. Oh, did it? So we oh, can do uh, Raleigh and FJ Select. Yeah, uh, that's the one we want. To, that's a new semi. It, it's it's sort of like uh, Floritown. I think it's a derivative. I, I do, too, because I can find a purple stem in there. Yeah. And uh, we want people to try it because it is named after uh, Arthur Milberger's father. And it's called FJ Select. Right. right? Yep. So, uh, so are you saying they can blame Arthur if uh, they don't like it? I don't know if we want to do that. <laughs> if, if this doesn't, if it's a shade, it's it's normally uh, sold for a shaded situation. So, if this or palmetto doesn't work, then they really need to give up on grass altogether. Well, that you know, and I think we we got to be careful. I think both Jerry and I. You know, what you're talking about here is a difference in shade tolerance of maybe 2%, 3%, that make 4%. Diff- that can make the difference in life and it, death. It can, but in a lot of situations, people want to be cautious that if they think buying a new variety, if they've got, they suspect they have too much shade, buying a new variety is quite, is quite often not the answer. Well, some people like to cycle it out. They, they realize they got too much shade, but they still want grass under the trees. So they have to realize that it's going to cycle out about every two to three years. Yeah, well, and that, you know, if you've got the more shade tolerance, you might have a little longer history, maybe a little yeah. longer period. So out of the zoysias that we cut, uh there's six varieties, uh, so we can still get five. Okay, that's so that's good. Um, Floritam should be back in about two or three weeks, we hope. Okay, good. And Bermudas, uh, the celebration Bermudas, the one that looks the nicest right now. But I think that one's on our uh, soon-to-be out-of-stock list too. Why is are we are selling that much? We sold a lot of grass. Grass everywhere it must be, huh? I guess because we've had nice weather, cool weather, and plenty of rain, um, so that's good. It's a good sign. Been good. It's been a great gardening and landscaping spring for sure. Cool. Uh, what about our? Uh, let's see, bougainvilleas. Are they? Like you sold a couple. Just yeah, just a few. <laughs> yeah, more we, than a couple. We got in fifty really beautiful ones on uh, Thursday. Hung yeah. them all up. No, Friday. Yeah, Thursday morning. And I, I came in to work Friday morning, and they were gone. They were they were one of the plants mentioned in that uh, advertising special uh, info infomercial article. Oh. Yeah, you had hot weather blooms. And, uh, but we still got plenty, uh, lots of uh, uh, three-gallon, four-gallon. Uh, we did. We've sold all the patio trees. Remember those really big patio trees at the front entrance? Oh yeah. Uh, they're all gone. No, but we do yeah, have. Those, uh, were, those were really. Pretty. They were pretty, and they were they were in bloom since they got here. So six, eight weeks. That's pretty yeah. good without cycling out of bloom. Uh, but we do have some really nice trellises uh, with bougainvilleas on them, uh, as well as the the 
um, smaller pot without the trellis. And uh, when I was trying to uh, to get you to say goodbye yesterday, you were running around with a fish. You want to talk about the water gardens a little bit? What you, what you guys have? Did I have a fish? I think you did. You had a oh, big bag of water. Okay. Then, yeah, yeah. That was at that time when I went to go. Okay. Um, you well, guys have koi. We, you we have, do have koi, and we've got all the all the supplies to make one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you feel overwhelmed, we do have uh, a referral list uh, of people that shop here that actually install water gardens. Oh, good. So uh, we can help you on both ends. And you still have the plants? We have lots of plants, and they are pretty. So uh, if you're looking to do a water garden, and you can still do the, uh, I guess you can. Do you still have the barrel that that you can make a little water garden? Okay. No. Okay, that's all right. Um, There are lots of different options out there. All right. Well, cool. Thanks, Trace. Thank you. All right. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. One of your help givers. Is that a hot candy? Toll free eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. It's like a it's like a gummy bear with uh, the hot pepper stuff on it. Oh, oh you'll enjoy that, Jer. Let me have one of those. Oh, oh. Calvin. Oh, bye, Calvin. The uh, Calvin. the next words out of Calvin's mouth are Calvin's own, and are not re- we are not responsible for this station or something <laughs> like that. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What else you got going on over there? I was talking about uh, we we didn't finish our discussion about oxalis, about oxalis being in. Oh, that's right. In, 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 uh, I think you're right. I don't think it competes well. If if you got a thick lawn, it's, yeah. you don't see oxalis uh-huh. in it. If you've got that on the edge shade lawn, right. You, that, that's where you see it, or real with a thin soil. It is like our horse herb. So I think we need to. To add that to our sustainable uh, <laughs> law turf. Oh, I mean, it's going to take me a transition period. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's you not know, a, you it's mow it's harder it, to it mow. stays low. It stays low. Yeah, but all you get is it doesn't grow stems. As much, it doesn't grow as much as a uh, horse herb. I mean, as tall as a yeah. horse herb. See, now he's, he's going to, every weed that's a little uh, tough yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, they show a, a picture of it in uh, Neil Spears' uh, garden, uh, or Neil Spears' question and answer, and somebody wrote in about how to how to take care of uh, oxal, how to get rid of kill oxalis. And if you kill oxalis, you're gonna have bare ground. You're back to that bare ground thing, like a horse herb. If you kill horse herb, you got bare ground. So I'm thinking, you know, people, and uh, Neil noted that uh, in in this picture that there's some uh, uh, some other weeds in there that they're eventually going to have to deal with uh, the uh, nutsedge. In the same picture as nutsedge. So mo- most of these we uh, what we call weeds now, they're not Saint Augustine, but they gr- they cover the ground. You know, they I find that strange with that because of I never see nutsedge except where you really water. Yeah, like the a raised bed garden, the vegetable garden, it'll show show up the flower garden. It will, but and this this uh, this oxalis is. Uh, 
you know, they're, they're ornamental oxalis, and I think we sell some here too. They, they, I think the leaves, oh, that maroon. The leaves are purple. And, oh, gosh, yeah. And I use, I, use, I use it in one of my flower beds. It just now declined. It gets rust yeah. when it gets warm, but it'll come back. It has a bulb. Now, I think oxalis is like, it's sort of like, uh, is that hot, Calvin? Is that stuff hot? It's not as hot as you would expect it would be, huh? It's got a strange texture. <laughs> but doesn't oxalis burn up in the in the summer? Kind of like uh, horse herb? I think it does, yeah. So my question is, why would you want to kill it? Well, because what's what's better than you'll get a blank stare, out? you know? Because it's like, why why do you want to rake up your leaves? <laughs> I mean, why bother raking them up? They're going to decompose. I mean, I've done it for sixty five years. That's why. <laughs> That's what you do. But I mean, they're they're trying to kill like like they were trying to kill horse herb. You know, some some of our Listeners want to kill their horse herb, but when you think of what you got left, and even in this picture that was sent in the Neil, uh, once they kill that oxalis, they're going to have bare ground. Yeah, that is a, that's a pretty good argument because if you have it, I mean, I'm thinking in, in my neighborhood, I think of the yards that don't have weeds, and they're full sun. Yeah. Uh, relatively young, new soil. Mm-hmm. They've got the six inches of soil that mm-hmm. we recommend, and so it's a, it's a, it's a different kind of situation. It's relatively easy if you got sun and soil to have a lawn that's weed free. Let's go talk to Darcy now at three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi there, Darcy. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hello, I'm doing quite well. How are you guys doing? Good. What's going on? Well, I'm having a tomato problem. Uh, let Uh-oh. Me, so let me tell you the situation. I've got um, six tomato plants. Uh, two of them are tycoons. Two are the HM 1823s, whatever they are. Right. And then I've got two volunteers. We have a call right now. Uh, that I don't know what they are. And then I bought a San Marsano, okay? And uh, I actually got these at Millburgers, by the way. And now so that, they're that's all a, doing great. That's an heirloom? That San Marsano is an heirloom tomato? Well, it's whatever Millburgers was selling as. Okay, okay, okay. That's, a, that's an heirloom tomato, I think. Okay, well, they all look great. Um, that, you know, they're lush, they're amazing, they're setting. I've got a lot of fruit, got a lot of tomatoes set. And they're all beautiful except for the San Marsano, which is prolific in its production. But all the tomatoes uh, have that uh, black bottom, the root rot deal. Yeah, blossom and rot. Yeah, all the other tomatoes, all the other five tomatoes are beautiful, fantastic. And the San, Mar- San Marsano is the only one that has... Uh, uh, what's it called again? Blossom and rot. Blossom and rot. And I'm using the same fertilizing protocol, the same watering protocol. Uh, are, they in con- are they in containers or in the ground? 
Okay, they're in containers, and I bought yeah. these fancy tomato containers where there's a baffle and there's a reservoir of water on the bottom and all this sort of thing, you know. Um, so I, I would I would say that that's being caused by <laughs> it, it's a physiological problem, and okay. uh, it's it's that's. Must be characteristic of that particular variety because you say your your tycoons and your eighteen twenty threes don't don't have the problem, no, right? No, they don't. They're beautiful. They're awesome. And it's now, funny the the San Marzano is throwing out a lot of lot of tomatoes, but each one you can tell even when they're small they get that little black. Yeah, tail. yeah. So I don't know what to do. Uh. Well, I, I don't think you're going to cure it. Okay. Uh, I, I, you know, keep. You might look at your water, and a lot of a lot of that is some of that's caused by water fluctuations. Okay. Uh, fluctuation in water. Right. It's it's basically a lack of calcium in the uh, cell cells of the of the fruit. Okay. Now, now, why why you have lack of calcium in the cells of the fruit is uh, is is mainly because of the environmental conditions that that fruit is setting under. Okay. Uh, that that and it's a genetic susceptibility. Uh, Got it. So uh, these uh, these other these hybrids that we we recommend. Mm-hmm. Now, now, let me see. You, I don't think we've ever recommended uh, that uh, one, have we? Have you I don't ever think heard you us have. No, that? I just saw it there and said, "Hey, I'm going to try." Yeah. It. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I did. <laughs> so, now I know why uh, you recommended. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You, uh, you 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 summed it up. I was I was getting ready to go into a tirade, but uh, yeah, I don't know. You so. summed it up. Well, when we test our tomatoes, we Evaluate them for po- potency to, to do blossom and rot. So, so a lot of a lot of these uh, uh, heirloom tomatoes, are, mm-hmm. they're they're not hybrids. Right. Uh, have that have that uh, problem. Interesting. Now, without without all said, I could I could tell you to put gypsum in the pot or something like that. Right. But the main the the main reason it can't take up calcium is environmental. Uh-huh. Hmm. And so with that said, uh it may grow out of it. It may quit doing it. Yeah. I mean what you I know, think when, I'm gonna when the, do when the is, temperatures change a little bit. I think what I'm gonna do is maybe change the watering profile on it, maybe uh <laughs> I don't know. There you not, go. Not water it as much. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, so I'll try that, and then there you uh, go. Yeah, do that. Let's see what happens. Okie doke. Thank don't, you. It never dries. It, it never dries out, does it? No, it doesn't. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. No, it's not drying out. I mean, you know, it's kind of staying. You know, I mean, yeah. There's definitely water there, but but typically what I do is I water in the morning, but I water them all in the morning. You know. Okay. So, so, okay, uh, well that's, that's that's all right. Okay. You you see that it's it's a definitely. Uh, I'm glad you've got those other varieties to compare it with. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Uh, otherwise, we would think it would be your your growing situation. But uh, right. this is this is totally varietal. Exactly. All righty. Okie doke. Well, thank you, guys. Thanks. Okay, sorry about that. Thanks for your patience, Darcy. You take care. Take care. 308-8867. Ray is on the line. Ray, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing, Ray? Okay. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you guys. Perfect. Good. What's uh, going on, Ray? Okay. I want to know if it's already too late, if uh, citrus trees that survive the freeze, is it too late for them to bloom? I have a Meyer lemon and a blood orange. And the, the uh, Meyer lemon really got hit hard. So normally by this time he's full of blooms and stuff, but is it too late? No, it's not too late. They, they bloom all year long. Meyer okay. lemon and yeah, mine just. Uh, okay. blood orange. Mine just started blooming again. Yeah. So it's, okay. it's not too late. The fruit will, fruit will be a little late, but uh, but that's all right. Okay. All right, then uh, that's what I need to know, to uh, keep uh, fertilizing them and uh, watering them, make sure. Oh, that, yeah. 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 Are, are yours in I, containers or are they in the ground? No, they're in the ground. Um, okay. I have a tangelo that really got hit hard, and um, he he's only halfway coming out. Uh, the Meyer lemon got hit real hard, and he's I had some uh, half of it died, so I pruned it off, and Good. he only had a couple of blooms. But uh, other than that, they they all survived. One's been in the ground two years. The the tangelo's been in the ground eight years, and uh, I just planted last year some uh, some satsumas because they're a lot cold hardier. But I did protect them. And yeah. they're just coming out again. So I just wanted to know if it was too late for them to come out. No, it's okay if they bloom and they'll have fruit ripen. Will will ripen and mature a little bit later on in the fall. Thanks, Ray. Okay. Uh, one one quick one. Uh, when we lived yeah. on the south side, we we had a problem with a blossom man rot, and right. uh, Epsom salt seemed to cure it over there in the blackbird in the south side. Epsom uh, salt. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like half a cup okay. before you plant the mail. Just a little, a little tip there. Okay. Thanks, thank Ray. You, okay, thank you. You take Bye. care. All right, we've got a question here. Ma'am, can we ask your question on the air? Sure. All right, here you go. you got the mic, and then uh, pass Calvin the pictures that you want to show him. Or okay. Tell us what you got. I've got bugs on my cactus that look like little lightning bugs. Oh, my but gosh. But I don't think they are. Ah, Calvin, you want to hear? You want to show? Yeah, you want to pass that to Jerry, too? Let's see. Okay. You worried that they're going to kill your cactus? Yes. And there's brown spots and little white things on my cactus as well. Oh, no, not little white things. But the, the little white yeah. things are probably oh, look scale, at that's, which is another insect. that is, There's a little sucking insect in there, and the, and the uh, calcium cover is on them. Okay. But these guys, you're, these uh I don't know what bug are, that is. Are there a lot of those? Yes. Yes. A lot. They're all over them. Yeah. Is it a, is it a uh, thornless cactus? It is. Uh-huh. Well, they're, they're easy. How big is it? Um, not that long. Very little. Very little. Smaller than a regular lightning bug, like half the size. Oh, I'm talking about the cactus. Oh. Um, about four feet. Four feet tall? Four, yeah. 
and getting bigger. Yes. I love, uh, I love them. I don't want them to die. What do you eat them? Eat the no. Napolitos? No, they're just pretty. Oh, okay. I would. Uh, and I haven't killed them so far, so. No, if you kill a cactus, don't come <laughs> back asking what you what you can, <laughs> what we can help you with. You can uh, you can spray the, you could spray with acetate. You got any acetate at home? No. Uh, they've got a they've got a mix in there that's acetate. Okay. Acetate is uh, will kill those beetles and also will have some impact on the scale. Scale. Okay. And it stinks though. Okay. Uh, that's why it's one. It's one of my favorite. I always know that it's working there. It's poisonous to dogs. Huh? Poisonous to dogs. Uh, dogs. They drink, eat it, and drink it, but not. No, they not won't. Just right on there. No, they won't. They won't. <laughs> no, I'm not going to feed it to the dogs. Uh, <laughs> no, they okay. won't. They won't bother. They, they, they won't like the smell either. They won't okay. bother. Okay. On that scale. Okay. Okay. And you might be able to get do, some insect control too. Uh, do both. Dormant oil. Yeah, if you mix your. If, uh, you got any dormant oil at home? No. Okay. If you, <laughs> then the normal the normal scale treatment is dormant oil with acetate mixed, and that uh, that would also you know, probably take care of those beetles too. So, yeah. so find, you find some dormant oil, some acetate, and then it'll say on there, the dormant oil will say how to mix the others with it. With the other, okay. And then you just and it'll it. make your cactus prettier. It's Good. like it's like shining your cactus. And they will. Uh, then you can just you won't you, you won't have to use too much. So you okay. just just keep it until next time. Okay, just spray it once. Yeah, I okay. don't think you'll have to spray okay. it more once. All right, thank and you. And it'll, it'll it'll be hard to tell whether you're. Scale is dead, but it, in a few weeks you'll be able to scrape it off. And okay. <laughs> okay. So you you're not you're not a, you're not mm-hmm. eating the cactus. You're just growing it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank y'all. Thanks. Right, good uh-huh. luck. Bye bye. Got another question from the crowd. Can we ask your question on the air? Okay. Come on up. You'll be on the air, and these guys will be able to hear you. What's going on? We have a lot of upright Here. upright rosemary. And just all of a sudden, stems of it have just started dying. I think it's, well, there's a couple of things, but I think it's still remnant from the freezes. Oh. Yeah, it's freezing. Because it's seeing yeah, it back. We're seeing it all over. We had a lot of questions early that people had stems that were partially green, partially brown. And I was recommending that you uh, just leave it, and then you'll, it'll be pretty clear which stems are live. Uh, but we're also seeing some stems that look alive that are uh, dying back. But the plant's alive. Mm-hmm. You may. I didn't do my, mine. I just left mine, and it's kind of filling in. Well, another option is just to cut it back because uh, if you've got if you're showing enough live stems, that indicates the roots are in good shape, and then they'll come back. What would you do, Gerald? Would you take I'd it back? Cut it to the ground. Yeah. Cut it. Cut the dead stems to the ground. Have you got some healthy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So go in there and selectively cut them, the dead ones, to the ground. And you'll you you know it won't look as good as it normally did for a while, but it'll fill in. Alrighty. Thanks. Good luck. Thanks. All right. We'll take a quick break. While we do, why don't you give us a call or come on by and visit with us at 1604 on Bull Road? The phone number, of course, 308 8867. 308 8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up on 9 30 a.m. The Answer. 
Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. And I want to tell you a little bit about what's going on at Millburgers. First off, we've got some terrific sale items. Secondly, there's always all kinds of activities going on at Millburgers. So you need to know about MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com is the place to go to find out what's on sale and what activities are coming up. Maybe it's a children's workshop. Maybe it's an EarthKind seminar for adults. Or maybe it's just some great fundraiser that Millburgers is doing. Go to MillburgerNursery.com. This week at MillburgerNursery.com, you would see savings on Vinca, the Cora series. This Texas superstar is on sale in the four-inch pot for just 98 cents each. This week, you'll save on Blue Plum Bago. This Texas superstar is on sale in the one-gallon container for just three eighty-eight. Knockout Roses are on sale in the two-gallon container, just sixteen eighty-eight. You'll save on Meyer Lemons and Mexican Limes in the 12-inch pot. Save half off at just sixteen eighty-eight on these and much, much more at Millburgers. Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bullfordy Road. DeWitt Plant Fabrics are the number one choice of lawn care professionals and consumers. DeWitt's high-performance quality products save time and are environmentally safe for responsible homeowners. DeWitt Pro 5 Seed Barrier, the industry's best needle-punched polypropylene fabric designed for the homeowner who demands professional quality products. Pro 5 Weed Barrier conserves soil moisture, increases growth, and prevents unwanted weeds from germinating. Pro 5 is a non-chemical, environmentally sound form of weed control, allowing air, water, and nutrients to pass through, which equates to no use of chemicals to eliminate weeds. With this permeable landscape fabric, air passes through, preventing soil suffocation, and is sustainable to grow healthy plants. The needle punch material allows water and nutrients to slowly seep through while preventing all weeds from growing. It is the ideal product for weed control under rocks, mulch, and soil. Pro 5 Weed Barrier is available at Millburgers Nursery in many different sizes. Next time you're at Millburgers, ask for DeWitt Pro 5 Weed Barrier. And now, a word from Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. Hi, I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. And we at Bob Jenkins say safety is our first concern. As stewards of the environment, we believe in protecting the ecosystem by defending and protecting your home from pests and keeping your lawn healthy and weed-free. Wait a minute. I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services, and we take pride in our customer service and have for over 30 years. It's no wonder we at Bob Jenkins have won the Super Service Award 10 years in a row. I'm sorry, but I'm Bob Jenkins of Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services. When you call me, Bob Jenkins, we'll find and fix the problem you're having. If it's rodents, insects, stinging bugs, or if you need help killing weeds and bringing your lawn back to life. Call Bob Jenkins Pest and Lawn Services today and get $20 off your initial pest control service. And ask about the mosquito treatment special, 210-979-PEST-JenkinsPest.com. I'm Bob Jenkins, and I approve of this message. After one of the most remarkable elections, in U.S. history, Donald J. Trump became our 45th president. Since his inauguration, the news cycle has raced to keep up with his policies and promises on immigration, health care, jobs, and foreign affairs. But how do voters accurately evaluate the first 100 days of the Trump presidency? And what should Americans expect moving forward? To honestly answer these questions, 9.30 a.m., The Answer, along with our local sponsor, Robert Custom Homes, and our national sponsor, My Pillow, present President Trump, the first 100 days, an evening with Larry Elder, May 23rd in San Antonio. Larry will address the issues and evaluate the president's first several months in office. Be a part of this interactive event. Tickets start at just $15 and are available now at 930amtheanswer.com. Sponsored by In-Home Senior Care and MyPillow. Visit MyPillow.com and type the discount code 100 days to buy the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own. Larry Elder at San Antonio's Palladium Theater on May 23rd. Presented by 930am. The Answer. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number, 308-8867. Calvin, tell folks uh, what's going to be going on next Saturday. Well, next Saturday we're going to uh, dedicate the the new certified uh, butterfly garden here at uh, Mm -hmm. Millburgers. It's all planted, and it's got a great mix of plants. And the celebration is going to include uh, us being available to answer questions about plants that to use in a butterfly garden and I'm, it sounds like that there'll be some master gardeners along here to long to help us answer the questions and then uh in addition we'll uh there'll be a 20 percent discount on all the plants on the butterfly list the millburgers has a uh, extensive list of butterfly plants and you can go to plantanswers.com to see what that list looks like and it's all those plants we've talked about. You know, I don't know that any other nursery has has the two kinds of porter weed, two times two kinds of uh, milk weeds. Uh, has the Greg's Miss flower. Has five or six different kinds of zinnias. And all of those are, are some among the best butterfly gardens. But it's the day before Mother's Day. And what we're thinking is that might be a great family project. Uh, butterfly garden doesn't have to be huge, but the kids and everybody and mom can work out a rough plan, maybe based on the the, the garden here at Millburgers or uh, based on uh, something they find on the Internet or a reference book. Plantanswers.com will have a lot of information. And then you can buy all the plants with that... Uh, 20% discount and really yeah. make a weekend of it. Um, but we'll start the question and answer period. Uh, we'll be available from 11 a.m. through 3 p.m. So it should be fun. Um, come on by. Uh, and I know the staff is pretty proud of their butterfly garden. And there's certainly a lot of butterflies here at Millburgers taking advantage of it. Any other? No, that was cool. Thank you. All right, 308-8867. Uh, Calvin's article in yesterday's paper talking about yellow lawns and a common and easily remedied. Uh, and yesterday's paper on, uh, in section C in sports section. And, uh, so you, you want to, he takes a, we, we were getting so many requests, uh, through plantanswers.com over a thousand. Uh, wanted to came in the plantanswers.com wondering about why their St. Augustine grass was yellow. And Calvin uh, took some stabs at it, uh, talked about the rescue grass or annual bluegrass turning yellow at this time of the year. It, yeah, thinning out, dying back. It's dry, drying back. My, my yard is extremely dry now. Mine too. And so... Uh, and it's funny because it that just, makes it turn yellow. Two weeks ago, it was just lush. Yeah. Now it now it looks like it's we're in the middle of summer. <laughs> we're we're climbing into the middle of summer. But that is a it's, that is just a temporary situation because in most situations, including my lawn and Jerry's, the San Augustine grass and the Bermuda grass are filling in, and they'll gradually right. take their place. But uh, for now, it looks pretty pitiful. But, yeah. 
And so uh, he ta- he talks about the uh, way to way to uh, green it up is uh, is to use either a lawn fertilizer like slow release 1959 because it includes iron and sulfur uh, at least the one let me see if it's on sale I don't know if it's on sale yeah it's been on sale for the last few weeks I think it's still on sale here at Millburgers yeah it's up at the yes it is Regularly thirty dollars now twenty dollars. Twenty nine? Twenty dollars. Oh good. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, nineteen ninety five. Yeah. And um so you can if you haven't fertilized yet uh, that'll that'll green your lawn up. And 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 your some of your trees and shrubs and things like that. Um uh, also um Oh, also, uh, I want to mention while we're talking about greening uh, uh, deciduous plants up, uh, is that uh, we use iron chelates. Also, back on the grass, if if you don't, if you want something to really, if your if your lawn is really yellow, and that, your lawn grass is really you yellow. Mean your San Augustine grass on some lawns, it really yeah. is because of cool soil and it's one. Outgrowing its iron source, and then this is this Iron Plus. They have a product called Iron Plus, which we have here, uh, and uh, it's got a big, big block of iron uh, available, uh, along with some nitrogen, which is necessary. Yes, yeah, st- studies indicate that uh, iron is uh, uptaken better with if if there's a nitrogen component to the application. So iron plus is basically a combination of uh, iron and uh, nitrogen. Uh, then, uh, then I also want to mention, if you want to use a chelate, iron chelate on uh, on plant on some uh, some deciduous trees or not deciduous, not necessarily deciduous, woody, some woody trees, uh, e- even your citrus in containers. If you want to green them up, uh, probably the best way to to really, but uh, of course you. Well, this is assuming that you have an adequate nitrogen supply. Uh, that first first number on the on a fertilizer bag is nitrogen, and that that causes the plant to be green. And uh, but uh, if you want if you want to green it up faster. Of course, that's why we talk about using so much uh, osmocote, copious amounts of osmocote in container-grown citrus. And uh, if you want to green it up even more so, you can you can apply an iron chelate both to the foliage and to the uh, to the root system. Soil. But there's 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 a certain types of iron chelates that are more effective especially in our with our alkaline uh, conditions around here growing condition and uh, the trace and uh, some of the hep here has gone through and looked through some of the pro- some of our products that we have on the shelf here that has that uh, iron chelate source that is good to use in alkaline soil conditions. 
uh, and alkaline condition. I watered alkaline. Everything else is alkaline, even if you're in potting mix. Uh, most potting mixes are uh, have, have to be on the alkaline side, mainly because they're being watered with uh, alkaline water. Uh, but the products that you want to, if you're going to put out an iron chelate to green up anything, especially trees and things in the landscape, you want to use a Carl Pool iron chelate. Carl Pool iron chelate. Carl Pool's been around here for a long, long time. And they've got a product uh, called Iron Chelate, uh, C-H-E-L-A-T-E, Iron Chelate, that is uh, that is uh, has this particular type of uh, iron in it that uh, is not de- deactivated by our alkalinity. Also, it's available in one called Fertilome Liquid Iron. And I, we we we. The reason we're giving specific products uh, or naming specific products is because they've got they've got this this iron chelate component that's good in alkaline soil. Now, also on the same shelf are iron chelate products, which uh, won't do well. They're they're iron chelates. And they've got a lot of iron in them, but they they are they're tied up ra- rapidly in our alkaline uh, growing condition. So uh, and they're right on the, they're on the same shelf as these these other two. So uh, if you if you're going to add an iron chelate, you're trying to green up your lawn or your or some of your plant material. Use either Carl Pool Iron Chelate or Fertilome Liquid Iron. Art is on the line at 308 8867. 308 8867. Hey, Art, welcome to Burgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Got a question. I bought a uh, about an eight foot Santa Rosa plum. I get ready to plant, but I get to wondering, do I have to have two of those for pollination or no? Santa Rosa is self-fruitful. Santa, Santa, Rosa, Santa Rosa is the pollinator variety for Bruce. There used to be a, a down in Atascosa County. They used to grow uh, plums commercially for the, for the commercial market. And uh, they planted Bruce, originally planted Bruce down there, which is a real high-quality uh, dessert plum. But uh, they planted Bruce down there, and it, it, it was started having problems with setting fruit. And then they realized it needed a pollinator variety, which was it turned out to be Santa Rosa, so uh, and saved the industry. Thank you a bunch. I'm glad that happened, and thank you for your input. See you in okay, a bit. Okay, thank you for thanks, uh, Art. Thank you for calling. Bye-bye. All right, 308-8867 is our number. We're going to take this chance. Let's take a quick break. 308-8867 and toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up right here on 930 AM, The Answer. 
Hey, it's Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And I want to tell you a little bit about what's going on at Milberger's. First off, we got some terrific sale items. Secondly, there's always all kinds of activities going on at Milberger's. So you need to know about MilbergerNursery.com. MilbergerNursery.com is the place to go to find out what's on sale and what activities are coming up. Maybe it's a children's workshop. Maybe it's an EarthKind seminar for adults. Or maybe it's just some great fundraiser that Milberger's is doing. Go to MilbergerNursery.com. This week at MilbergerNursery.com, you would see savings on Vinca, the Cora series. This Texas superstar is on sale in the four-inch pot for just 98 cents each. This week, you'll save on Blue Plumbago. This Texas superstar is on sale in the one-gallon container for just three eighty-eight. Knockout Roses are on sale in the two-gallon container, just sixteen eighty-eight. You'll save on Meyer Lemons and Mexican Limes in the 12-inch pot. Save half off at just sixteen eighty-eight on these and much, much more at Milberger. Landscape Nursery 1604 on Bullfordy Road. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts too, even threaten your home or business. And it's about to get worse. The IRS just hired an army of new tax enforcers. So if you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. Optima has access to a special IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop that army of new enforcers from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a half billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. Call now for your free consultation. Call 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m., the answer. An incredible summer experience awaits your child at T-Bar M Camps. And right now, 930amtheanswer.com presents a family values opportunity to save hundreds of dollars at T-Bar M Camps in New Braunfels. Save $200 right now. Choose from Sports Camp for grade schoolers, Camp Travis for middle and high schoolers, or choose from the Ultimate Swim or Baseball Camps. Learn the details and conditions at the Family Values page at 930amtheanswer.com. You've heard about the amazing benefits of fish oil for heart health, memory, learning, and mood. However, it's important to know that not all fish oils are alike. A poor quality fish oil may contain contaminants and be rancid, leading to unpleasant aftertaste and burping. There's a brand you can rely on, just as medical doctors have for years. Nordic Natural Pure, award-winning, and patent fruit-flavored omega-3 fish oil. All Nordic Natural fish oils meet strict European medical standards and are independently tested, documenting exceptional purity and freshness levels. You'll feel and taste Nordic Natural's difference. Nordic Natural Omega-3 fish oils come in a variety of natural fruit flavors, both in liquid and capsule form. Children enjoy the chewable strawberry capsules and will ask for more. And you can get these at Rhonda's Nature's Way, two locations. 624 Southwest Military and 8059 Callahan at the 
corner of I-10 West and Callahan. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, we've had some great calls this hour. Why don't you be one of them? Call us at 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Or come on by, the nursery's gorgeous today. Uh, lots of color, and uh, I think I'm seeing the vincas out there with the bright pinks and the uh, white and the uh, zinnias in front of us, too. So uh, come on out and uh, visit with us in person. Bud is on the line at 308-8867. Hey there, Bud. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Hope you are. Good. What's going on? Thank yeah. you. We are. Uh, um, I, I've got a question about my uh, pepper plant. Um, you know where the flower buds appear? Right. They're kind of around the bud. They have these funny little petals. I don't know what you call uh, those. Se- sepals. Sepals. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, they, they, they're not a part of the flower that actually comes out. They're, they're just these... The uh, part of the stem, right? Yeah. Kind of part of the... Yeah, they, 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 they don't look like pepper. regular leaves. Pepper. Yeah, on the pepper. He's talking about pepper. Right. Uh, anyway, mine uh, were, uh, they, they, they looked odd, they looked curled, kind of like when you have a real bad infestation of aphids. However, there's no aphids on these plants. I wonder so I, if it's thrips. Well, that's what I was thinking. I thought, well, yeah. okay. Uh, it's probably thrips. Even though I can never see those things, it's probably yeah. They're 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 small. But yeah. the only way to see them is is pull the pepper off, pull the plant off, pepper off, and then peel peel it peel it back the where where the where it's attached to the plant. Uh-huh. And a lot of times you find them down there. They're kind of a light green, elongated. Or you can just carry a stem. Anywhere near Milton, and they seem there to they they come out and jump Milton. on him and bite him, and at least it's that's terrible. what it says. But, so, but, uh, uh, so what I did, I, I, I applied liquid seven because the that'll work. that says uh, they they work on thrips. That'll uh, work. I did that five days ago. Okay. And uh, I don't really see where it did anything. <laughs> I, well, I don't you don't. Anything. You don't. I mean, it's not going to. Uh, See, not going to repair the plant. It's not going to repair the damage. Uh, okay. But uh, when when the new growth comes or, or the new peppers start forming, there that odd odd looking growth should be should not be available. Now, when you were spraying, did you use a liquid spray seven or a dust or what? Liquid. You use a liquid. Yes. Okay. Be should be sure to spray. Uh, you know the flower, flower buds and uh, flower petals and everything else, because what a thrip does is they they get out before the flower opens. They they get in there and they're rasping. What a rasping sucking is that? What they are Ra- rasping? 
They're not sucking. Well, I guess they're well. They rasping. They, 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 they rasp it with their <laughs> and that, little uh, little beaks or whatever. I think this did. is one of the most interesting conversations uh, we've had on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and they call they call juices to come out, and then they suck those up. Liquid. The, the yeah, the liquefy liquid will fly it up, and then that that makes the odd growth because the growth has been damaged. It's not it's not doing its normal growth. Yeah. Okay. All so, right. Uh, so you had I, w- I would do that uh, if it's thrips, uh, and you did it five to seven days ago. I'd do it one more time. Give it a second application. Give it a second application. Okay. And and see and see if the new ones that come out are not better. Okay. Well, now, okay. well, uh, when 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 I applied the liquid seven, I didn't apply it on the whole plant. I applied it, you know, where the problem was. Should, they, should I be applying it to the whole plant? Yes, yes, you should be applying it to the whole plant. Oh, okay. The, because, because, like I said, it, it's done when the when the buds just come out. It, in other words, they work in the buds where you can't can't see them. Okay. And uh, and so, and so you got to you got to work on them where they where they're located. Yeah. When the new new buds come out. Okay. Oh, hey, I got my first uh, volunteer uh, Roma surprise. Oh, oh good. good. It, it's ready to pull off. Uh, I guess I'll do that uh, later today. <laughs> okay, good. It's a be- be- good beautiful, you. beautiful tomato. Yeah. Okay. Thanks That's again, a, guys. I, I got, Thanks, okay. bye. Thank bye. you for good calling. Night. Bye-bye. 308-8867. 308-8867 is our number. We mentioned Vinka Periwinkle a while ago, or Alicia Milton did in his commercial. And uh, we want to mention to those of you who may not already be aware that the course, the Vinka Core Series is the one, the one that we have on sale uh, this week. And uh, it is... Vinca or, or periwinkle. Some some people call it per. Some people call it periwinkle rather than vinca. So we 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 say vinca periwinkle for the to cover all bases. But uh, that is that is one of the only plants. Well, one one of the few plants that the deer will absolutely not touch. Wow, you get right. You're walking out in any neighborhood. Have you ever heard of a vinca? No, no, I agree with you, but I hesitate to say anything like like that because it's like a hundred percent chance of rain. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. the minute you say that, uh, there's a deer deer rallying now. All right, all right, all right. Who's going to go forward and eat that crummy vinca? (laughs) But I was going to say it's what I think it is the most floriferous. In other words, blooming plant that the deer won't eat that's on the market. What about it, Cal? Well, yeah. If 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 they yeah if they eat I'm, if they eat zinnias in your area, then that's for sure true. And yeah. zinnias are a bit of a crapshoot. Right. Some places they eat them a lot more. I mean, I, I've never heard of vinca getting eaten, but zinnias some neighborhoods they do. And if you haven't planted, you that might think you're too late, but you really you're right on time. But back before Cora came along and was resistant to uh, Aerophotophora, which is a 
fungus disease that uh, that uh, kills out the whole plants or or less stems of the plant, uh, especially in the heavily watered areas. Uh, uh, we we would t- tell people never never plant vinca. Our, this was this was a, a write up for formulated. I mean, maybe on plant answers under under vinca or periwinkle. Certainly, the, in my in my articles, for yeah, a lot of years. The the uh, plant pathologist said the the way to avoid aerophotophora is never plant uh, vinca until after June first. Well, we started May for a while. I think it was May first and May fifteenth, and then yeah, graduated to June. And that that, that supposedly the reason they they picked that date is because uh, supposedly that's after the rainy season. And then you just con- you would just control how you watered, and then there you go. Yeah, but now with Cora, you don't have to do that. Because it's not nearly as susceptible. Yeah, yeah that's and great. Not nearly as susceptible. That's a good way to put it. In the in the old days of the, of the varieties, you could have, if you had vinca planted along the boulevard, and water ran down the gutter, there was enough oh, humidity wow. that yeah. you would get the the start of the disease. Yeah, I've got I've got pictures of uh, of vinca, in in front. In fact, it's in front of one of the growers' operation. And the vinca uh, was disease-free in the bed where it was upright, but where it laid over into the water, you know, kind of uh, weeped over into uh-huh. the water, covered with aerophotophora. Yeah. So it was very, very sensitive. Now, Cora is uh, is less sensitive, but. Uh, uh, we still have some some problems with Cora periodically. Do you want to make your question the last question today? Can you ask it on the air? Oh, okay. <laughs> what is it? Oh, look. Well, here, let's let's just get you on there real quick. You got a lot of black spot. Got a lot of black spot on patent roses, uh, double delight, uh, Mr. Lincoln, and so forth. Right. And I have that tried uh, systemic, and I've tried spray. I don't know that I can really raise patent roses in Texas. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna buy myself some knockouts. There you unless go. you've got a suggestion. Well, uh, what, did, what did you try that didn't work? What did you use a, a triforine product? I mean. You know, you know what? Fungal it wasn't wave. just neem oil, was it? No, but I have sprayed neem oil, um, and I pick up off the ground so it doesn't uh, continue right in the same bed. But frankly, it was last year and the year before, and I've not done anything this spring um, other than just general slow release. So, oh, you put it in the soil as what? a systemic fungicide in the soil. That was the directions that. Oh. It was on the package. Yeah, but I mean, it's a, a, tri- a product that's got an active ingredient of triforine. You spray on there as much, in my experience, is much yep. more. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, it's, mu- it's much more effective. Trimarine. Triforine. Triforine. Yeah, and I. Has Rose Defense got. What does Rose Defense have in well, it? Well, we, we found. Yeah. There is no more Rose Defense, is it? Yeah. Mm. 
It's you, what you're looking for is an actor. Poor guy. Want a bear? <laughs> you're looking for is an actor. You're looking yeah. for a bear three in. Don't those knockouts look great? I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> got two on the cart right there. You're looking for a product that's got triforine as the active uh, ingredient. And uh, I don't know. You know yeah, Trace could help you find that. And then we're almost through. You I, want to walk I, with him I, over I, there? I think there's a bear product. Cool. All right. That has three well, and one. You. Well, here, Calvin, will, do, you, do you mind going? And, no, I don't mind. All right, Calvin's going to go over there and walk with you. Not that we're trying to get rid of you, Calvin. No, I'm, I'm just this poor guy. It's not Calvin. This poor guy and his sad stories. <laughs> well, let's try this. Well, they don't make it anymore. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thanks for teasing me that, that much. That's not what he Jerry said. Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I got you unplugged. All right. Here you go, Calvin. Yeah, that's Listen, guy. we're going to uh, begin to call it a day here. Uh, but uh, we want to thank uh, uh, Carlo back at the station, doing a great job of getting all your calls on the air. Uh, and uh, he knows why he did such an extraordinary job. We appreciate that. Next Saturday we will be here, and uh, hopefully uh, you, uh, you'll uh, we'll be here um, doing the Butterfly Garden with uh, and doing the broadcast from out there as well. So we'll keep our, our fingers crossed on that. But thanks to everybody for listening. And on behalf of the docs, uh, we'll see you next Saturday at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. I'm Milton Glick, and this, of course, is 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.